love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fitz Show Radio Hub for Wednesday. It is May 23rd, 2018. Hump day. In l- what? Hump day. You take it easy over there, Drew. Drew's all amped up because Man. he drank an energy drink before the yeah, show. Yeah, take it easy, Mr. Red Bull. These things are great. <laughs> it's going to drive up your GERD again. It might. It really might. All right, so uh, let's introduce everybody. Again, welcome to Hump Day. There's Drew. Have you ever made a mess so big in your house that you actually thought that moving might be easier than cleaning it up? Because I did. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You really made a mess that bad? Yeah. It, it, it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. I sprayed oil all over the garage and everything in it. And oil doesn't oh, clean. Yeah. It doesn't evaporate. It's just there. Can't really get rid of it? Nope. Gooby gone? It's everywhere. Okay. Hey, uh, Tanner the Millennial, what's going on with you? Any messes? Not really, but today I learned the power of a big breakfast. I had a big, giant breakfast. I feasted oh. today to start my day victorious, and I feel great. And what did you do to wow. deserve this feast? Well, I went for a walk. <laughs> I went for, for a walk yesterday, so I was like, you know what? I deserve some nice avocado and toast and eggs. <laughs> All right, and, uh, and there's Bethany, the mouth from the south as well. What's up, Bethany? I had a dream last night that I cut all my hair off. Oh, what does that mean? 2007, Britney know, Spears. Because <laughs> in the dream, it wasn't like that, but in the dream, it was cut enough to where I, but afterwards I felt free mm. In, mm. in the dream you know and he's taking us over that crest and downhill into the weekend he's our host the fits I want to get back to this dream thing okay so you, you dreamed that you cut all your your hair off and where were you when you did this I, I don't know where I was don't know I, where I was I want to say that it was I was like at a hair place hmm. you know because I was looking in a mirror mm-hmm. and it happened like before I knew and there I have been thinking recently about cutting my hair off you know what this is i know i can dissect this too i think i think this is the mom hairdo calling you so they did a sketch on saturday live (laughs) a couple years ago with all the ladies with the mom do you know where it's sort of lopsided short on one side spiky (laughs) and one of the women said well how do you know when it's time they said the mom hairdo calls you (laughs) oh my god (laughs) maybe the mom hairdo (laughs) is calling you no i'm not having hair like tanner Oh, <laughs> isn't it also like a sign of like you know your your life is in disarray? You no, can't control I, it. You're I, freaking I out. It, up. it says it says that if I wanted to, if you dream that uh, you are making a drastic change to your hairstyle, then it means that you are taking a drastic new approach to some issue in your waking life. Wow. Well, let's dissect it. What do you think that is? It, it, change it, I don't know. I mean, it something? could be. Well, I've been doing stuff on the show a lot, so maybe that has something oh, to go. do with it. Yeah, like a filling ch- your day with this. Yeah, filling so your day with working again. You yeah. know, like doing. And we just kind of threw this on you too, because you know we just asked you to come and hang out with us on the radio. Yeah, so I just sorry I, about I, that. I don't know. I didn't I mean, know we made you want to shave your hair off. <laughs> not yeah. shave it. Just slow cut. your roll over there. Not shaving. Keep no away clippers from the scissors. Are involved. No clippers are involved. But you know, cutting it off because I mean, my hair is probably about down to the middle of my back. I guess if your spouse is telling you. You make me want to shave my head. That's a, Why does it keep a good going, sign. Why do we keep going back to the Clippers? Guys, we're not talking about shaving here. 
No shaving. We're just oh. make, we're just making sure. Okay. All right. No, there's no shaving involved. Okay. <laughs> making sure you ain't going all Britney on us. You know what I mean? No. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's gonna be an unbelievable show today. We got a whole lot of show, and here comes Wednesday. Let's go. This is the Fit Show. It happens live. And now, and here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Good to be here standing by, providing you with the news that did not make the news. I consider it a very, very important service. If you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of San Antonio. Why can't you do it? Why can't you set your monkey free? Interesting. A monkey monkey got loose at the San Antonio (laughs) airport a couple of days ago. It escaped from its crate while it was being moved from a plane to the baggage area. They had to shut down baggage handling. Cops blocked off the area until they captured it. Could have been another outbreak situation for all we know. Mm-hmm. So some baggage got delayed, but no flights. Um, I do have audio, uh, some exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio if you'd like to hear it. Please. Sure. Officers and other security blocking off the area to ensure that everyone else stayed out of the, the area of risk. And so the, while we did have some baggage delayed, we did not had no uh, flights delayed or canceled. All right, good. Thank you for that. Thank you for the update. <laughs> I mean, that can't get, I mean, can you imagine walking through an airport seeing this monkey running around, throwing poop on everybody? If yeah. I worked in baggage, I would demand a raise instantly. It's like, I don't get paid enough to chase oh. a live monkey around. I think there's definitely some lawsuits here. I mean... Uh, you know, emotionally scarred for the rest of your life, you know, as you're just trying to I get know your that, bag. where that monkey was headed. Was he going on vacation? Was it a work trip? What's he doing? Cancun, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What, are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Pennsylvania. Somebody call the doctor. This is an unbelievable story, actually. And it was so unbelievable, I just lost my spot, but... You've heard of, uh, you know, beating the rap, right? Yeah. Well, a gynecologist in Pennsylvania has just beat the rapper, Dr. Dre, to be exact. Last week, Dreyan M. Birch, a.k.a. Dr. Dre, (laughs) D-R-A-I, won a three-year legal battle that began when he wanted to trademark his name. And it it didn't sit well with, uh, obviously... Dr. Dre. The real the Dr. Rapper. Dre. The real Dr. Dre. They've been in court for three years. Guess what? The doctor, I'm talking about the gynecologist, he won. <gasps> Dr. D-R-A-I got to trademark his name, Dr. Dre. This doesn't even seem like it crosses over at all. Like, it's not only spelled different, but you aren't exactly competing yeah. for the same customers. I mean, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I hope not. You're in the same industry. Dr. Dre. I can be a Dr. Dre. I should also tell you that Dre and M. Birch uh, uh, is the author of books like 20 Things You May Not Know About Your J.J., uh-huh. He, well, maybe uh, they could cross over. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner, that was a good one. <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's the middle of the week. What do you say? I really see this whole week going my way. Drew, it's 
Wednesday, halfway through, gonna make it to the weekend with or without you. It's Wednesday. Have some what? Have <laughs> some cheer. Tear the millennial is moving this day right here. Hey, Bethany. No. Forget about it. All right. All right, that's cool. Hey, we're just doing a little Wednesday ad lib. Hope you're doing good. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, give us uh Give us your face. Wednesday got me like what? Wednesday got me like, mm. so just post that expression on our Facebook page right now. Just a selfie. Just go to Facebook and search follow Fitz. What's wrong with you? I'm just thinking. It's not fair going after Tanner. <laughs> I mean, don't you listen to the battle raps? He's I not got even bars. on the, like. Actually, Bethany, it'd be the, it, that'd be the best place for you to go no, is after Tanner. He always, no, he yeah. always goes off the beat. So oh, whenever yeah. he throws it to you, you're like, uh, You know where you are. Mm, no. Hey, man, that's not Tanner the Millennial. That's Vanilla Bean. It's a different person. In case you want to catch up on some of those battle raps, just uh, you can go to followfits.com, click on the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, and get what you get. Um, you know what? I, I was wanting to, uh, to get into a little TV talk, I guess you could say, right here, because the other night um, I saw uh, the Mother of Dragons. Is it Amelia Clark? Yes. Mother of Dragons from Game of Thrones. She was on Jimmy Fallon, and I guess he asked her to make some Wookiee noises. Mm. Now- why would he ask the mother of dragons to make some Wookiee noises? Because she is in this Friday's upcoming Solo, a Star Wars movie, so, uh, prequel, sequel, whatever. So the it. mother of dragons is the mother of the Force. The, no, I don't really. know exactly. <laughs> this is kind of weird for me. I mean, because she's still Game of Thrones. I don't know if I could see her as, as Star Wars right now. I, th- I think if I see her, I'm just going to automatically see Mother of Dragons. If it makes you feel better, she is in the Solo movie with dark brown hair, which She's is also actually clothed. her real hair color. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so he doesn't look like her. Well, that takes all the fun out yeah. of it. <laughs> She's got clothes on, so, um, you know. I mean, even the ladies love looking at the Mother of Dragons. <laughs> yeah, no denying. Uh, and, but anyway, uh, here she is, uh, I guess, doing some Wookiee noises, right, from, from Fallon. In the script, there's chewy dialogue. I mean, you don't, uh, when you see the movie, it's just Wookiee sounds. It's just Wookiee sounds. Like, which is like, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I'm really bad too. If I give you a few <laughs> lines, could you give me like a Wookiee line of what that line would be? Because yeah. you're supposed to be ready. All right, say, ready mm-hmm. to jump to hyperspace. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, that's, even, that's worse than I thought it was in my head. I was like, it's going to be bad. Stand, stand up, maybe terrible. no, stand up. Maybe it's because okay. you're sitting okay, down. Okay, I'm All right, here be, we go. This is now close chilly. your eyes and, and picture we're in the new Star Wars. <laughs> All right, and you're supposed to say, watch out, Star Star Destroyer right ahead. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? She can just keep talking. She doesn't have to even do the Wookiee noises. She has that charming little English accent. Sounds like a jackalope. You know what I mean? Sounds like it. Oh, as fast as fast can be. You never catch me. Yeah. Hey, real quick, uh, Drew, I want you to rate this solo movie for me. Uh, Ticket or skip it? I know we're going to talk about it on Friday, but. I give it a ticket. Pretty good? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Stand by for Choose Your News. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L. Gotta love millennials. Check it out. A new study found millennials are over twice as likely as older adults to brag about their do-it-yourself projects on social media. By the way, millennials are much more likely to injure themselves during a do-it-yourself project, too. Yeah, and for a millennial, do-it-yourself is like, I made toast. 
<laughs> but I burned myself on the toaster. But my fingers hurt. <laughs> <laughs> we brag about it because we actually know how to post on social media. Oh. I don't know. Not from what I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> don't oh. we- I've had to go in and make those edits on your little millennial posts. Oh, that's because we don't know how to use grammar properly. Yeah. That's different. Well, maybe millennials should learn a little spell check, too, <laughs> while you're at it. All right. Hey, Drew, choose your news. Well, you hear it? You do hear that? That is one of the sounds of summer. That's right. I'm talking about the little dingle bell song on an ice cream truck. Well, for one city, that song's been absent for 45 years. Oh, no. Elgin, Illinois is a suburb of Chicago. And for whatever reason, there has been a ban on ice cream trucks there for 45 years. That ends now. I mean, that's pretty unbelievable. But maybe it was because years ago there was... Uh, I, I, I go back to my childhood and think about my ice cream truck guy, and yeah. he kind of freaks me out. Yeah, yeah that, there's a weird I'll, one in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, seriously, the one in our neighborhood is really creepy. Yeah. I stay away from that guy, and I'm 21 years old. Well, maybe that's the reason why for 45 years the, the ice cream guy hasn't been around. I tried to research it. I didn't get a reason why it's been banned there, because a lot of the surrounding suburbs have had ice cream trucks, but they weren't allowed in Elgin. They are now. The first couple of permits have been issued. Oh, uh, Elgin City officials say they have full background checks, and they're doing, you know, the all their due diligence, but they expect to issue 10 to 12 ice cream truck licenses this Good. year, starting this month. We better stock up on those bomb pops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. The bomb pops, the red, white, and blue ones. Mm-hmm. The best one's the strawberry shortcake one. The, the Nutty Buddies. Mm. Our oh. kids always like the SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are great, too. But the eyes always melt off the first 20 They're seconds. Bubble gum. They're bubblegum eyes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. In a new study, researchers found that eating just one egg a day will greatly reduce your chances of having a stroke or yeah. having heart disease. But for the longest time, you know, we were always told with eggs that they uh, do crazy stuff to your cholesterol, increase your cholesterol, and and now we're hearing the complete opposite. They change all that. They said they are now uh, considered a zero. In other words, uh, you can eat as many eggs as you want. No kidding. No negative side effects, all positive. Because I always heard the yellow stuff was very high in cholesterol. Yep. Science has gone completely back on that. Wow. This is really important because almost 18 million people die from cardiovascular disease every single year, and it makes up for about 31% of all deaths worldwide. Time to start eating those eggs, Tanner. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start chowing those puppies down. (laughs) All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's Choose Your News. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. Check out our brand new website, followfits.com. A lot of amazing people work so hard on it. Follow Fitz, F-I-T-Z dot com. Um, I'd like to provide you with a little uh, follow-up to a story. I guess we talked about, I guess it was last week, about that couple that could not get their 30-year-old to move out, and they went to court. The 30-year-old guy named Michael Rotondo from New York lives at home with his parents, Christina and Mark, and they've been trying to get him out, and he would not leave. I repeat, this 30-year-old refused to leave his parents' house. And he refused to pay rent or do chores as well. So he just did nothing. Just wouldn't contribute Mm -hmm. anything. Felt that, I guess, that because he was blood, he had the right, no matter what, to stay there, use their money, use their... That had to be so hostile. He claimed that his parents had not given him enough time to move out, despite their multiple notices. They gave him written notices. (laughs) How about the fact that you're 30, you've had 18 years to move out? (laughs) Yeah, right? 
And how about the fact, how sad is it when your parents try to evict you? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I lived at my mom's place for a while, but she never tried to evict me. Not only that, but he is unemployed. Okay. And he's locked in a legal battle with Best Buy as well, who he says... Was he camping fu- out in front of their store? He says they fired him for not being able to work Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Saturdays I'm at my parents' house sleeping late. I can't come in. <laughs> That's Call of Duty Day. That's right. I'm playing Fortnite all night Friday night. I can't come in on Saturday morning. Well, he probably just knows Saturday's the day his dad's off, so if he's not there, his dad's going to throw all his crap on the lawn. So i got to be there Saturday at home to guard my stuff. Did you, just, did you just say I was playing Fortnite? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you're That's right. That's probably what he's doing. I mean, uh, So you're saying that we do have a brand new official update. It's an official update. That's all right. right. What, what's happening? The judge sided... With the parents. Said, get out. Get out, Buster. It's time. So what happens now? Where's the poor guy going to go? I don't know. I mean, but he's been ordered to move out. He's going on someone's couch. I wonder wonder if he's even going to be asked to pay his parents back a certain amount of money. I mean, can they say, okay, from the time you were 18 years old, and he's 30 now, so how many, that's 18 years. Yeah. Can they make that retroactive and make him... Let's pay his parents rent for 18 years? Uh, maybe just from the point they started asking him to leave, perhaps. Yeah. Like they said, hey, we've been trying to get him out for six years. That's six years of borrowing. Oh, hang on. We got new info. New info. Gotta, it's just great because he came out of the court and he was like, I am so enraged. And he said, listen, that he's been taunted by conservative groups online for being a, quote, liberal millennial. (laughs) We have one of those on the show. What's crazy is I almost had to evict Tanner one time. (laughs) You said we won't talk about that. All right, well, uh, thank you so much for that update. That, that's a big win for all the parents out there who cannot get their kids to move out of their house. Yeah, they're going to be citing this in courts around the country. <laughs> the, 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 on this day, it was the case of uh, Brenner versus Brenner. <laughs> the day parents were victorious. <laughs> More of Fitz Happens Live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fitz Show. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. And it's going to be provided by my wife, who's chilling with us, being so nice playing radio. Uh, Her name is Bethany, the mouth from the south. What's up? Has Jason Aldean taken off with some stolen property? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to talk about it coming up. Drew, standing by with the Wednesday reality check. There has been a lot of doubt floating around the historic meeting planned between the U.S. and North Korea set to take place in Singapore uh, on the 12th. And uh, a lot of people are saying, well, President Trump has made some sort of overtures that he may be interested in pulling out. Of course, uh, Kim Jong-un has made some threats and they're asking for a lot of concessions. Both of them are kind of pushing back and and, and jostling in this. Well, the South Koreans have come forth and said, we believe that 99.9% likelihood it will go through as planned. Uh, The South Korean uh, National Security Advisor made some some statements to reporters on a flight to Washington because, of course, yesterday uh, President Trump met with the president of South Korea uh, to kind of get things 
things in order and set things up and get this going. South Korea has been doing a fantastic job of mediating this whole thing, like really helping to yeah. put all this together and hopefully bridge that gap. I mean, they have so much to gain by I it mean, as well. Wouldn't it be cool, you know, you know, everything gets all nice and everybody's getting along and maybe next year we're giving away free trips to North Korea. You and yours on a romantic getaway to... Stay in this stylish concrete block yeah. building. Yeah. yeah, from Pyongyang. What's yeah. the name of it? Pyongyang. Pyongyang. Yeah. But anyway, I, uh, who I'd knows? i pass on that opportunity for at least 20 what? more years. Yeah, I mean, their, their infrastructure, they don't even really have roads over there, you Maybe guys. let it get a Disneyland or two in yeah. there first. Well, a, a lot of the opponents are saying things like they're stalling so they can hide nuclear weapons, or they're stalling to clear out the prison camps right. they have. We don't know if any of this is true, but hopefully it goes through and we get the situation Well, thank resolved. you for continuing to follow the developments in North Korea. I'll keep you updated. Please do. So Zuckerberg is back facing the music again. This time, he had to sit in front of leaders from the European Union. He met them in Belgium uh, and had to explain again the reasons why... Uh, Organizations like Cambridge Analytica were not quite as bad because <laughs> now of the millions and millions, I think it was like, what, 85 million uh, people's data was stolen by Cambridge Analytica and others. Only about two to three million of those were people in Europe, but they have very strict rules. In fact, uh, this meeting has taken place just days before some very strict data theft yeah. laws will take place uh, in the European Union, which will charge companies up to a quarter of their revenue if they're the caught. The funnest, f- funnest part of all that is just imagining Mark Zuckerberg try to explain social media to all these old guys who just don't know anything about anything. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. what exactly is a status update? Now, I can't remember my password. Right. Now, how do I go about that? <laughs> that was the funniest part of watching all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. All right, Drew, what else is going on Well, in the world? call the Goonies because uh, officials have announced the discovery of the biggest shipwreck find of all time. Apparently, $17 billion dollars worth of gold, silver, emeralds, and jewels are aboard a ship uh, that was lost uh, 300 years ago off the coast of what's now Colombia. It wasn't even Colombia back Man, then. Somebody's going to get that money. Yeah, so it was a Spanish ship called... Uh, hold the on, Conquistador. Me... It's the Galleon? Uh, uh, this, it was called the San Jose, and it was bringing these riches back from the New World back to Spain to fund their war against Britain. Well, the Brits sunk it, uh, and it's been lost for all these years. Well, they found it 2,000 feet of water, but there's a lot of dispute over uh-huh, who owns over the salvage rights. Did they find One-Eyed Willie? Well, he was at Come the on, wheel. guys. One-Eyed Willie. I know I who said call Willie. the Goonies. My gosh. I don't know who One-Eyed Willie You guys Willie need to is. get on top of it. One-Eyed Willie? You don't we know who one We know who One-Eyed Willie is. All right. Thank, keep us up to date with that one, too, Drew. Thank you. There you go. That's the Wednesday reality check. It happens live. The good. The bad. And the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what's trending really quick. Fortnite is trending right now. Fortnite gets $100 million from Epic for eSports push. Tell me what this means. First of all, if you don't know what Fortnite is, what's Fortnite? So Fortnite is a video game that is a multiplayer online kind of RPG shooter type of game. Which basically means a bunch of dudes get together and they have headphones on and they sit there and cuss and yell at each other on headphones. Fortnite is known (laughs) not to have the best graphics or... It's, it's a little bit buggy because they're an independent game. So when eSports comes in and invests money, they're trying to make the game better. All right, so everybody, time to wake up again after he told you about that. Let's wake up. <laughs> Thank you for that, Dan. What were we talking about? No problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip. In case you missed it, the finale of American Idol season 15. 
I did watch some of it, watched most of it on YouTube. Well, <laughs> at this point, that's all you need. Yeah, I just uh, saw let's say, how do you say Maddie? Uh, Pope? Is that right? Pope? Yeah, Pope. Maddie Pope. She won. Yeah. Was that the blonde-headed girl? Really, really strong yes. voice? Mm-hmm. Am I the only one who kind of I, maybe I know, watched American Idol a little bit? Oh, yeah. I watched like the first episode. Tanner and I watched it together and just said, this show's bunk. And we, we, <laughs> we didn't want we no part away. of that mess. I'm a voice man. <laughs> okay, you like well, the voice. I like Idol. the voice. Here's a little bit of Maddie. Maddie and Caleb, good luck to both of you. And for the final time of the season, Kieran, dim the lights, Annie. Here we go. After the nationwide vote, the winner of American Idol Sanjaya. is <laughs> Maddie Poppy. Congratulations. Oh, Poppy. Maddie Poppy. Maddie Poppy. Oh, that's gonna be a cool name, though. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Maddie Poppy. Maddie Poppy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maddie Poppy. So here's the Maddie thing: <laughs> is, she, I, I, is she gonna have a you know a unbelievable long career, or will she go down like I mean, a lot of American Idol winners, and maybe nobody will hear from them again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After they do that, like. Uh, cruise boat tour that they do <laughs> she'll never work Drew. again how dare you Drew okay. that is so rude what okay. is wrong with the cruise boat tour nothing's wrong with it it's gainful employment but just don't expect to see her you know top in the charts maybe. be the next Carrie Underwood right, right. who knows could yeah. happen yeah, it could happen Go moving ahead. on to the bad now I was talking about Jason Aldean stealing some stuff well it's not exactly Jason Aldean we're talking about the songwriters of his song You Make It Easy Uh-oh. they're being accused of plagiarism now a Canadian musician says he sent a similar song called Easy to someone in Nashville who promised to show it around and uh-huh. then ghosted him so, th- oh. so, so gonna, this song is called Easy we have hooks of both of the songs alright let's listen closely I just need love this is the Canadian Easy and I need it Now we're going to go to Jason Aldean's song called You Make It Easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sounds pretty close. Make it easy. Oh, it's done. Straight red. You make it easy. Let's go back to the Canadian guy one more time. You make it easy. Now to Jason Aldean. You make it easy. This is why today doesn't suck. For Wednesday, May 23rd, 2018, and uh, real quick, if, if you're having a birthday today, first of all, happy birthday. You share it with Lane Garrison is 38 today. That's the guy from Prison Break. And he decided to drink and drive while he was partying uh, on one night, resulting in the death of a 17-year-old boy. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I mentioned that for a reason, you know, yeah. because... Good message, too. It's a good message, uh, drinking and driving. I remember growing up in Texas, <clears throat> you know, there was always this sign that, it, that I saw, and it said, uh, DUI or DWI, you can't afford it. And what a message in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. You can't afford it for your life. Right, not, not to mention your, your bank life, account, not for somebody else's life. Someone else's life. Yeah, the guilt there's you no have excuse to live with. for that. That's right. So that's why I mentioned that today. All right, Jewel is 44 years old today. Uh, always loved her teeth. Uh, Very, I love, I love Jewel. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know what? Wasn't it? There's a story that she grew up 
you know, I heard dirt poor and whatever. Up in, and up in per- Alaska. Performing in coffee shops. And then I heard Living her fa- out of her van. Then I heard her family uh, was like multimillionaires. Yeah, they are. Oh, what? Yeah, they are. Yes. They're that whole story Alaska. was created. No. Alaska, The Last Frontier, that's her family. They own a the TV huge show. area And she of tried to play a persona that she was poor, didn't have well, anything. I think, I think. She might have been living on I her own. I think she was kind of like the black sheep because okay. she didn't want. I mean, every single one of her family members are workers yeah. on that land. Okay. And they actually actually live like mountain men. I mean, like out there in the middle of the frontier, and that's what that's what they do. They hunt for their food and Sounds all that kind like of stuff. So she dream. went on her own kind of thing. And so I think they kind of said maybe, you know, like, okay, well, if you're going to go do that thing, then you're... You're financially on your own. Right, right. Yeah. All right, uh, Melissa McBride is 53 today. Carol on The Walking Dead. Love Carol! Yeah, Hi, everyone Carol. loves Carol. Hi, Carol's Carol. a great one. Is Carol still alive on the show? Yep. Okay. Yep. She is? Yeah. Yep. I thought she died. She is bad. Drew Carey turned 60 years old today. He's no Bob Barker, but you know. Oh my gosh, 84 years ago, on this day in 1934, bank robbers Bonnie and Clyde were shot to death by Texas mm. and Louisiana state troopers. That's right, in Louisiana. You act like you're so sad and everything. <laughs> my wife and I went to go visit their graves. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Bonnie, it Bonnie and Clyde's there, graves in known, Dallas. Little known fact, Bonnie was actually a poet, and so you can go online and you can read her poems, and they, she does one that's called um, The Life of Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, she's a and, brilliant uh, writer. Really? She was. Yeah. She was a great poet, and but she writes in there that she wanted to be. Mar- they wanted to be buried right next to each other. So check and it out. They're 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 buried separately. They didn't. Her know. mother would not allow them to be yeah. buried next to each other. So they are at two totally separate graves. Oh. Central Dallas, literally. Uh, Clyde is buried next to this gas station. There is a chain link <laughs> fence mm-hmm. separating his grave and a gas station. And then Bonnie's grave is the same thing. It's just right off of a, a, a Northwest Highway in Dallas. I've seen right the car. Of- the, the car they were shot in is at the was it the Henry Ford Museum? Yeah. Yeah, that, it looks like Swiss cheese. It, it, it really it's toured. I mean, they they bring it around. Mm-hmm. They travel with it. Didn't you know? seem like they even gave him a chance to put their hands up. <laughs> they didn't, but the reason why is yeah. because they, they tried to catch them about three weeks prior, and they got the jump on them, and they had, you know, had a lot of gunfire and that kind of stuff, so they they wanted to make sure they surprised them. Which is appropriate, because this day, uh, in the year 2012, go to Carrie Underwood for me, Carrie Underwood's album, Blown Away, <laughs> was number one on the Billboard chart. That wasn't supposed to happen like yeah, that. Yeah, but it but. just, it's a coincidence. And that's why today doesn't suck, everybody. It happens live. And now, all right, now it's time for your... What? Are you kidding me? No, hell no. Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. I am Fitz. Your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman standing by with the news that did not make the news. Shout out to my embedded What Are You Kidding Me field correspondents. Those are the P1s who send me just massive amounts of stupid news on a daily basis. I rely on you. You know that, guys. Thank you. I mean, you you truthfully make the news that did not make the news. Thank you for that. Should I? What else does it mean to be embedded, Drew? It means you, you're you out there in the stuff. You're living amongst this news. I mean, this might be your neighbor, someone you work with, something in your little town. Or it might even be you. Could be you, really. <laughs> and, and so uh, you can send me all that. Just uh, you know, go to my Facebook page and just search Follow Fits. I'm going to take you out of Oregon. You going to pay. That's right. You going to pay. A judge has ordered a 15-year-old teenager to pay back the $36 million in damages he caused after admitting to starting a fire that swept through the Columbia River Gorge. 
Yeah, I was actually going to tell this story in the news here in a little bit. Well, that's all right. So what? It's a what are you kidding me story? How, how yeah. in the world is that kid going to pay? <laughs> they gave him not. a ten-year installment yep. plan. That's the thing. He's not right. Um, and I thought student loans were tough. <laughs> Uh, the judge says he wants to make a point, and, and he asked the local juvenile department to come up with a payment schedule for the restitution that will stop after 10 years if the boy successfully completes probation, doesn't commit other offenses, and complies with payment plans. How is this? I mean, I, I mean, obviously he can't pay back this money. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the news. I think it's a brilliant. I, I think accountability is 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 absolutely the right way to go on this. Yeah, he admit. I mean, beautiful land and, yeah. and that forest, pristine, pristine, just. For nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Playing with fireworks. Yeah. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Special consumer watch. Scratch and sniff. This summer, letter writers are going to be able to express their thoughts and stories using both words and smells. I guess this is how the post office is trying to compete with you know, Amazon and everything. The U.S. Postal Service has announced it will soon issue the country's first scratch and sniff stamps. Featuring illustration of ice pops. No less. I don't know what that means. Popsicles. Oh, okay. Well, oh, okay. So they're gonna they're gonna. It's gonna be stamps with popsicles on them, like a line. Very popsicle. summer themed, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I love this. Scratch this makes me sniff. This makes me just want to send stuff to people. You know what? I think See, I've just changed. Right my, there. I think I've just changed my mind too, Tanner. Shout out to the post office. You're right. It would be cool if you could customize the scent. Well, there's actually ten different stamp designs, each uh, with two different scents. The words forever. And USA appear along the bottom of each stamp. Hmm. Forever USA. Bringing back that scratch and sniff. That was a big thing we were Well, kids. whenever you come to the studio every day, it never left. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're scratching and we're sniffing. <laughs> I mean, that's our nickname for Drew. <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Breaking every single hour. I'd like to begin by giving a shout out to all the teachers. And like when I see all the teachers across, you know, the nation um, going on strike for more money, I say, you go, girl. You go, girls and guys. Yeah, and guys. Mm-hmm. I was going to uh, add that. Absolutely. You go, gals and guys. Because you know what? Teachers deserve everything. My mother is still a theater arts teacher going on 33 years. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's a long time. Yeah. That's longer than I've been on this earth. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so Teacher Appreciation Day was a couple of weeks ago, and, and now I, I think that everyone's already gone back to taking all the teachers for granted again. Well, for another couple of weeks anyway. <laughs> then they're out for summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, there's a fourth grader outside of Columbus, Ohio named Eva Evans. She's 10 years old. Eva. Uh, Eva? Probably. Okay, sorry. My wife looked at me like, you better say her name right. Yes. Okay. Eva? I think it's Eva. Okay. Well, you never know. She's 10 years old, and last fall she started missing a lot of school, and then her teachers found out it was because she needed a kidney transplant, and she was on dialysis for 10 hours a day. Can you imagine 10 years old, dialysis, 10 hours a day. It's not fair. I mean, not it? only you have to sit still, it, that's hard enough for a 10-year-old, but right. then also to have, you know, be plugged into a machine and circulating blood. Yeah, it's not really you know, a chance to be a, a kid, right? Probably right. worse for a kid than for an adult. Well, her family got tested. They weren't a match. But someone else who got tested was Tanya Thomas, 
has been a teacher for over 20 years. She's a fourth grade teacher at uh, Eva's school, and she's donating a kidney. But the most impressive part is they barely even knew each other. Eva is in a different fourth grade class. Tanya knew who she was, but they didn't really have a, a connection. So she's just doing it because she's just an amazing human being. And the surgery is happening later this summer. Tanya says she decided to do it because two people at her church had recently donated kidneys. And there was never a doubt in her mind. She said, quote, I just felt like that door had been open and I was supposed to walk through it. What an amazing display of caring. You know, you just want to know that there's teachers like that out there who are there just because they care. I mean, she yeah. clearly cares deeply about the students. Well, you know I would what? think most teachers are there because right. they care. They're not there for the pay. Not, I was well, just going to yeah. say that you're absolutely right. I think I knew a couple that were there for the summers off. Well, you know what? Even it's, that. They, they get like two weeks off before they go back to school and start prepping their new classroom for the next year. I mean, it's... And, and when you say prepping their new classroom, they, they literally have, own to, money. have to decorate their own classroom with their own money that they're not making in the first place. So... Shout out to all you teachers who obviously do it out of love. Y'all are the real MVPs. Aw, Tanner, wasn't that sweet? (laughs) (laughs) Now, check this out. Eva wants to be a teacher when she grows up. She recently told her mom that she'll already have teacher DNA in her. Wow. Smart kids. Yeah, inspired someone, you know, showing a teacher cares, and that goes a long way. Straight up, really. She has that teacher's DNA inside of her now. Yeah. Got a big old kidney. (laughs) And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Come on, let's go! This is going to be epic. Come on. Let's hear it. Now back to The Fit Show. I just like his humor. F-I-T with the Z. Fitz happens. Right. Everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, and keep it on. And uh, you can never take us off at the number one preset. Yeah. That's what being a P1 is all about. Do you want to add to that, Drew? Well, there's a little more to it. It's it's you love the show, and we love you participating with the show. But really, you keep us on that number one, and you're, you're a P1. Keep us locked. Keep it locked in. Locked and loaded, as, my, as Green Bray Bob would say. Lock and load, baby. Then you'll be our best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, If you don't mind, uh, sorry, as I'm slipping on, uh, sipping on my uh, McCafe Delight Lemonade Tasty Beverage. Try it today. Um, as I do that, I, I got to tell you about a couple videos that I've seen. Okay, these are brand new videos that have gone viral. It's gone viral. Look at them views. It's gone viral. Man, it's huge on YouTube. It's gone viral. There it goes. All right, first video that you have to watch. Okay. <laughs> Have you guys seen some of the gender reveal fails? Yes! Okay, I you saw have. a great one the other day where they were throwing like uh, some type of ball like with a dust inside of it that revealed the gender. Right. And they went to throw it and he's supposed to hit it with a baseball bat, but it hit its fr- his friend in the face and got like dust all over his Right. <laughs> Completely destroyed the whole, you yeah. know, the, the importance of the event. Well, another one happened, okay? Another guy didn't swing. But this time, the ball nailed Grandpa in the face because he was crouching in the catcher's stance behind him. <laughs> and Grandpa gets nailed. Grandpa gets jacked. Again, another gender reveal failed. Check it out. Grandpa gets it, I, I guess. I guess they should, should have, uh, they should have checked Dad's batting average before yeah. going this route. 
<laughs> Dad's the dad, whiffing king. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the dad didn't even take a, a cut. He didn't even take a swing. <laughs> oh, he shouldered the bat? Yeah. Oh, come oh. on, Dad. So the grandpa absorbed every bit of it right in the face. That's so awesome. I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily encourage your grandpa to be the catcher, though. I you know what I mean? Say, yeah. I mean, who decided that was a good idea? Yeah, leave that to Whiffle Ball Tony. Be the catcher. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe grandpa's not going to get back up. <laughs> it's gone viral. Look at them views. It's gone viral. Man, it's huge on YouTube. All right, another viral video that we got to tell you about. My wife showed this to me yesterday, and it was another airline incident. And, y- yes. And apparently, it was a it was a uh, a deaf couple that had some sort of incident on the plane, right? Yes, it was. Um, okay, so there was a deaf couple, and they had a Great Dane. Right, it was their service dog, and I guess the dog a service the, Great Dane yes, on an a airplane. Service Great Dane, okay. service so pony. It was <laughs> actually there are those. I've seen the pictures of it. Therapy the ponies. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the great it was the end of the flight. Great Dane had gotten up to stretch, and you know that's a pretty long stretch, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets up and. Drew knows because he had a great Dane as a child. Yeah, I grew up with one. So, you know, he stretches out, you know, with the butt stretch, you okay. know. Mm-hmm. Well, his face kind of went into, like, a, a the, the personal space of a man. And this man, he, okay, the couple says that he punched it with a closed fist, punched the dog in the face. And he is saying that he didn't. It was more like a tap or a nudge because he says his wife is allergic. So anyway, the, uh, this this well, gentleman. And they get into so a hang on, fight. This, this gentleman that was deaf basically saw this guy punch his dog, right? And he starts going crazy on the plane. And then when they get off the plane, the gentleman, uh, the, the, deaf the deaf guy, gentleman. just plows the other I dude mean, over who hit was, his dog. Whoa. I and mean, it what was in front so, of children? Their own, their children were sitting there screaming at the top of their lungs. It was but horrible. he did nudge the, his pregnant wife and punch his dog. Okay, but I'm we, sorry, nobody's we, gonna be punching my one, wife or dog. Oh, that's allegedly because we didn't see any ah. sort of proof that says he punched. All I'm saying is, this is he said, she said. It's a okay. We just saw the UFC the match afterwards. Real quick, Bethany, right. what could people uh, Google to see this video right now? I'm pretty sure you could Google like Great Dane Frontier Flight. It's gone viral. Look at them views. It's gone viral. Man, it's huge on YouTube. It's gone viral. There it goes. This is The Fit Show. This is The Fit Show. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure his voice is dubbed and he does all his own sound effects. Fits happens live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Check out our website, followfits.com, followfitsfitz.com. You'll get to learn about all of us and our jacked up story. You can listen to the podcast if you want. That's the PAB, which is the podcast after the broadcast. Again, check it out, followfits.com. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, maybe listening on the app, I want you to imagine, this, this could be kind of painful, but I want you to imagine someone flirting with... Your spouse, flirting with your girl, flirting with your guy. Just imagine that a second. Imagine that. It's not a good feeling, right? Not a good feeling. We're going to have a little family meeting right now. It happened to one of us on the show. Tanner the millennial, 21-year-old Tanner, witnessed someone right in front of him blatantly 
hitting on his girlfriend. Boom, right in front of him. Yeah. And Tanner says, he, well, you, you didn't know how to handle it because this guy I, was a, bo- a behemoth. This guy made you look short. And you're six foot seven. You're yeah. a big dude. This guy was like six foot ten. He was muscular. Totally could have whooped my butt if I started stuff. And I didn't Uh-oh. know what to do because this guy could Let me pause. beat me up with his pinky. What was so blatant? I mean, how was he blatantly just you know, flirting with your girlfriend well, right in front of you? My girlfriend and I were at a bar. And this guy, she was up by a wall, and this guy, you know, had the arm on the wall right next to her. He was kind of getting cozy with her. While I was off, and I got, a, you know, my girlfriend and I a few beers, and then I went back, and I, you know, just talking to Lindsay like normal, and this guy was, like, giving me the look like, dude, back off. And did you finally tell him that th- that's your girlfriend? I did, but apparently he's talking to her a lot longer than I thought he was, and she didn't know what to do. Oh, and really? Really? All right, I'm gonna she throw didn't it. Notice. I'm gonna throw it over to Drew. Yeah, so she didn't know to say, uh, "I have a boyfriend." Three simple words. It sounds Four. like to me that she did not do a good job of letting the room know she wasn't available. My wife Bethany, the mouth from the south, always tells me that she knows how she makes it a point to let the room know she's not available i don't, I don't, even, I don't know I how don't have to make it a point i just look unavailable okay so obviously the lens what didn't care about is, looking unavailable mm-hmm. I, I can tell okay now every now and again there is one guy out of the you know the mass that will come out and be you know um outgoing and an extrovert and will actually pursue a girl without a girl signaling to him that he can approach. Mm-hmm. But most men, and I think most of you, if you're being honest, I think will will agree, most men do not approach a female until she's at least made eye contact with them, maybe even smiled a little bit or something like that. However, I would like to say that this guy sounds like the type of guy that might be one of those extroverts. And why I say that is because he's enormous. So he's what probably, is that? Hey, I, I take that as an insult. What do you mean? What is well, him he being? Also, what what does him is, being six foot ten or, or you know have to do with it? Well, I think he's probably used to maybe sticking out like a sore thumb. Huh. So maybe he sort of takes makes that his uh, to his advantage. Well, I'm about to know? give him a all sore right. thumb if he gets, keeps hitting on my woman. <laughs> yeah, <I will. laughs> that may be all you give him. Is a sore thumb. Yeah, you better bring your step ladder. <laughs> So I need some resolution. Did she finally tell him she wasn't available, or, or she not didn't? until I showed up and oh, said something? Man. Oh, oh yeah, I guess she I got a boyfriend or something. To see. All right, yeah. The dude to... was buff. He was in the navy. Yeah, she man, be... I didn't stand a chance. Are you sure he didn't get the digits? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Well, let's find out in about two weeks. <laughs> You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Wednesday. And uh, I, I just really appreciate your time. I know you got a lot going on every single day. But if you could you know, maybe get on your social media and tell a friend, a co-worker, or a loved one about this show... That'd be so nice. I mean, we would absolutely appreciate that more than you know. And you get to meet and hang out with people like my buddy Drew. He's a United States Marine. Tanner the Millennial. He's a Millennial. Also, we're lucky to have Bethany, the mouth from the South, hanging out. She's a woman. To, She's my wife. Hi. I, I just wanted to add that we also feed our families by this, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so. there's that. 
I don't have a not, family. Not to make you feel guilty or anything. That's <laughs> how we pay yeah, our so, bills. So please tell everybody to listen. <laughs> please. Uh, if you can, yeah. Um, Drew and I were having a conversation a couple of minutes ago, and for some reason, karma came up. We were talking about karma. Right, and then Drew all of a sudden says, "I don't, I don't believe in that crap." And I said, "Oh, you better watch it. Don't mm-hmm. you be wishing any of that stuff on you because there's power in your words. And whenever don't. you when you say things like there's no there's no uh, power in the universe, and I don't believe that, man, you're asking the universe to do something nasty to you." And what I say, I said, "Bring it, universe. You got nothing on me. Oh, uh, something's gonna happen." Why do you to hate you? the universe so much? I don't. I love the universe. I just don't think. No, you a, don't. I don't think the universe Are has you, a balance sheet that it's keeping on me. There's no ledger books like oh points off points on oh not happening oh wow now i do believe that when you do good you know things, what do you remember good things happen for you but so it's not a balance sheet that's what karma so what is do you mean? You karma so- karma is a universal law meaning it's it, mm-hmm. karma is is has been proved just like the law of gravity has been proved okay proven, uh, proven. Uh, no, i don't know about that of course, it's, no. it, it is a law of the universe. What goes around really does come well, around, and ma- people that do bad, eventually, it's going to come back to them. Like attracts like, which is basically you know, that's basically that's that right, is what right there. So I, I think that is that, what the secret is. That is what that book, the secret. That's what they're talking about, and they're well, all talking the about the law of attraction. That is the law of of the universe. Well, so to the speak, last is what time you're talking about the last time Drew said that he didn't believe in the universe or karma. Remember, I, I I put a curse on him, and he and got sick, and he got he got gird. Well, if you ask me, that's you putting curses on people. Oh. That it should come back to you. No, that's you. Oh, I was the victim in out, that story. Out. Well, no, sorry. The, the issue was that you opened yourself up to it, so I was able to put the curse on you. <laughs> you can't go messing with that man, gypsy voodoo. There. All I'm saying is you let you are letting your force field down when you say that stupid crap with the universe, and life Da-da-da. is going to throw daggers at you. Yeah. Nothing wrong with looking up at the stars, Drew, and looking at those stars and saying, hello, God. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying there's no... Oh, it's what I'm talking about! No, I said there's no karmic force that's like counting beans on me. You know what? Remember when Tanner the Millennial got mad at him when I said, hey, man, I'm going to say a little prayer for you. Remember when he got mad at me for that? Yeah. When he told me, hey, quit saying prayers for me. Remember that? That's what Drew is... It's kind of how you're making me feel right now. So you're trying to turn the karma police on me. Yeah, you're turning the karma police on yourself. Well, no, that karma I, police wouldn't have heard about it if you didn't put it on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Stand by for the Fitz Files because the good, the bad, and the gossip uh, are on the way. Bethany, the mouth from the South, what's coming up? Someone's coming for Jason Aldean. Is he a music thief? (gasps) Not Jason Aldean. We examine the evidence in minutes. Drew, stand by with the Wednesday reality check. Well, yesterday, the NFL Owners Committee met uh, in Atlanta. That's the basically all the owners of all the teams. They meet a couple times a year. Can you to tell discuss. me, was Jerry Jones there, man? I'm sure Jerry Jones oh, was there. All right. Uh, but during this 
the session, they set aside a private closed door session of about three hours for the owners and their family members to talk about some of the more sensitive issues facing the league. And one of them is the kneeling mm-hmm. for the anthem issue. That's probably all of it. <laughs> it probably was most of it. Um, but uh, one of the outcomes from that, according to sources, is that they threw around the idea of maybe proposing a 15-yard penalty against anyone who kneels during the anthem. Uh, no report on how they would, you know, execute, execute that. Yeah. Would they just, you know, per player or just, you know, yeah. one player does it, the team gets it, or each time or anything. But wow. they're taking serious measures because, as we know, that really cost them a lot of money in viewership and yeah. in fan loyalty. People were pretty upset about it, and it really did Oh, and they still the are. League. You're absolutely right. The NFL took a huge hit. Yeah. I mean, they lost a lot of and, money. And they can't just ignore that yeah. and let it move forward because it's going to get out of control. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I watched right. tons of videos of people just burning their stuff. I mean, I, and these are like, you know, I've been a fan since fans. 1968. Yeah. And I have everything and I'm, I'm torching it. You a lot know? of people and are just watching college football now. Crazy. Well, uh, the, the the dude, the Navy SEAL who killed Osama bin Laden, he just posted something yesterday. Uh, and he posted a view of Arlington Cemetery with all the flags. And he said, you blankety blanks stand. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at those flags, you know, in Arlington Cemetery. Those are men and women who sacrificed a lot. And, and isn't that what the national anthem is really all about? It really is. Yeah. yeah. It's not about civic issues or, or, you know, what injustice you might perceive. It's about honoring the nation and the people who fought for who the fought nation. Who fought and died and for it. And died for it. Yeah. Right. Uh, another big story. We talked about this briefly earlier. Uh, a 15-year-old boy who started the Eagle Creek Fire uh, in Oregon and Washington in the Columbia River Gorge last summer burnt 48,000 acres of pristine wilderness uh, and he admitted to playing with fireworks during a family camping trip. That's wow. what started the whole fire. He said it started a little fire and it spread very quickly. It was a very dry, you know, perfect conditions for now, a fire. Now, how old was he? 15 years old. Uh, a kid. judge in, I believe it what? was. What? Stop. What'd you say? Fuck. The poor kid? Yeah. How about that stupid poor kid? Well, I'm not well, saying that he's not being stupid, but I'm saying it's not like he oh, intended for child. a fire. To happen. I mean, he probably didn't know any better. But he's 15, the, though. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's not an eight year old. He's 15. But where are the parents? Well, I don't know. Uh, I think now they're keeping his name quiet because he's he's a minor. Uh, but a Hood River, Oregon judge just sentenced him to almost 2,000 hours of community service and a 10 year uh, probation period in which he ordered him to pay almost $37 million wow. as a huge punitive. You know, damages case, and they said if he keeps up with the payments, he, they're going to set up a payment schedule. Even though he can't possibly pay at all, if he stays on top of the payments and stays out of trouble, he can get through this. But, you know, this is dividing people on if that's the right thing or not. All right, there you go. That's the Wednesday reality check. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz files. Let's see what's trending really quick. Fortnite is trending right now. Fortnite gets $100 million from Epic for eSports push. Tell me what this means. First of all, if you don't know what Fortnite is, what's Fortnite? So Fortnite is a video game that is a multiplayer online kind of RPG shooter type of game. Which what? basically means a bunch of dudes get together and they have headphones on and Play they sit night. there and cuss and but, yell at each other yeah. on For- headphones. Fortnite is known <laughs> not to have boss. the best graphics or... 
it's it's a little bit buggy because they're an independent game. So when esports comes in and invests money, they're trying to make the game better. All right, so everybody, time to wake up again after he told you about that. Let's wake up. <laughs> Thank you for that, Dan. Hey, what are we talking about? No problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip. In case you missed it, the finale of American Idol season 15. I did watch some of it, watched most of it on YouTube. Well, <laughs> at this point, that's all you need. Yeah, I just I saw say, how do you say Maddie? Uh, Pope? Is that right? Pope? Yeah, Pope. Maddie Pope. She won. Yeah. Was that the blonde headed girl? Really, really strong yes. voice? Mm-hmm. Am I the only one who kind of I, maybe I know, watched I American Idol a little bit? Oh, yeah. I watched like the first episode. Tanner and I watched it together and just said, this show's bunk. And we, we, <laughs> we didn't want we no part away. of that mess. I'm a voice man. <laughs> okay, you like well, the voice. Over I like Idol. the voice. Here's a little bit of Maddie. Maddie and Caleb, good luck to both of you. And for the final time of the season, Kieran, dim the lights, Annie. Here we go. After the nationwide vote, the winner of American Idol Sanjaya. is <laughs> Maddie Poppy. Oh, Poppy. Maddie Poppy. Oh, that's gonna cool name though. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Maddie Poppy. Maddie Poppy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maddie Poppy. So here's the Maddie thing: <laughs> is, she, I, I, is she gonna have a you know a unbelievable long career, or will she go down like I mean a lot of American Idol winners, and maybe nobody will hear from them again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After they do that like uh, cruise boat tour that they do, <laughs> <laughs> she'll never work True. again. <laughs> How dare you, Drew? Okay. That is so rude. What okay. is wrong with the cruise boat tour? Nothing's wrong with it. It's gainful employment, but just don't expect to see her, you know, top in the charts. Be the next Carrie Underwood. Right. right. Who knows? Could happen. It could happen. Moving on to the bad. Now, I was talking about Jason Aldean stealing some stuff. Well, it's not exactly Jason Aldean. We're talking about the songwriters of his song, You Make It Easy. Uh Uh-oh. They're being accused of plagiarism. Now, a Canadian musician says he sent a similar song called Easy to someone in Nashville who promised to show it around and Uh then ghosted him. So so this song is called Easy. We have hooks of both of the songs. All right, let's listen closely. I just need your love. This is the Canadian. Easy. Mm -hmm. And I need it. Now we're going to go to okay. Jason Aldean's song called You Make It Easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds pretty close. Make it easy. Oh, it's done. Straight red. You make it easy. Oh, dude. Let's go back to the Canadian guy one more time. You make it easy. Now to Jason Aldean. You make it easy. All right, you make the call for yourself. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. With every little thing you do, you're my sunshine in the darkest day. Fitz happens live. Live. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute.
We are the show that does the troop salute, and Wednesday's freedom was fought and earned by the proud men and women who serve our nation. And one of the best parts of receiving troop salutes from proud family members is hearing the cherished stories and beloved family legacies. This salute is from Jamie Richardson, who's a really, really uh, unbelievably proud granddaughter to a very brave World War II airman. Today we are saluting Sergeant Lewis Edgett of the United States Air Force. Lewis was a good old farm boy from Edmond, Kansas in the early 1940s, and he was just your typical all-American high school student at Edmond Rural High School, where he played on the baseball and basketball teams. After graduation, he joined the Army Air Forces in August of 1943 and trained as a B-17 gunner at Kingman Field, Arizona. Still only a teenager, Lewis Edgett headed off to the big war raging in Europe right after training. And Lewis was assigned to the 8th Air Force 490th Bombing Group Flying Sorties out of England, where he served as a crew member and belly turret gunner on a B-17 named Lucky Lucky. Now, I want to tell everybody what a, what, a, what a turret gunner is. You know that bubble at the bottom of the plane, right? Yeah, so the B-17, the Flying Fortress, was just had weapons all over it because they had to go into enemy territory unescorted. Um, but the the belly gunner is that round ball sticking out of the bottom of the airplane yeah. with two big 50-cal machine guns wow. out of it. Uh, and they had to insert the guy from outside. He couldn't get into the aircraft. So he, you would get in that little tiny ball before the plane took off, and you'd stay there for the whole flight. And again, ah. I, w- I want to say the name of the plane one more time. The name of the B-17, Lucky Lucky. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, and she sent us a picture of the plane, so we'll post it on the Facebook page. Yeah, that's at facebook.com slash follow fit. So um, here's what's amazing. This farm boy, Lewis Edgett, became a war hero, Sergeant Edgett. During a bombing mission deep inside German territory, Sergeant Edgett's group had dropped their bombs and turned for home, joining the other formations of the B-17s from the 8th. And just then... They were swarmed by an attack group of German uh, ME fighters, German ME-262 jet fighters, the first active jet fighter planes the world had ever seen. And during the battle, Lewis's turret was damaged. That bubble got damaged, and the door holding him into the bottom of the aircraft blew open. There was nothing below him but four miles of space and air. He said, I had to sit with the bottom out of my turret for over half an hour waiting for them to come my way. He had to continue fighting even though he struggled to remain inside the aircraft, held only by the straps on his legs. He said if the jet pilot saw that the turret was not operating, they would probably have attacked from below. Right, that'd be the weak point. Sergeant Lewis Edgett was awarded several medals for his bravery. One of his citations says, This airman displayed courage, coolness, and skill while serving as a ball turret gunner. And that is why Sergeant Edgett and his pals are called the greatest generation. Yeah, that's incredible. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And go to followfits.com right now. Click on Troop Salute to uh, to honor someone who has served our nation. Yeah, just uh, really their name, their rank, what branch they served in, and, of course, any stories about them, anything you'd like to say about them that makes them special. Followfits.com. The Fit Show. And now. And now. Show's world famous What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Again, I'd like to tell you you can catch breaking What Are You Kidding Me stories right now. Like if you follow me on the gram, on Instagram, 
Uh, just go to Instagram and search two words. Follow Fitz. What happens after that? Man, if you do that, all you have to do is follow Fitz on Instagram, and you'll get the breaking What Are You Kidding Me stories right in your Instagram news feed. Stories like this. Out of our friendly skies. Hang on. I'm just, to be honest with you, I'm shocked. I'm continuing to get these stories. The title of this story, again, you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Another one? Good heavens, people. Keep your super soakers to yourself. (laughs) But a guy was really drunk on a Frontier Airlines flight from Denver to South Carolina last week, and another passenger took a picture of him pee-peeing on the seat in front of him. Now he's facing federal charges for interfering with the flight crew and indecent exposure. Uh, I want to know what this guy's goal was in his own mind. Drain his bladder, apparently. Pl- we're, seeing, we're seeing people peeing on stuff in the planes. We're seeing people going crazy on the airplanes. I don't know what's going on. It, well, it doesn't help. I just read an article There's the other day. There's something in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I just read an article the other day that one of the big airlines is redesigning their interiors, and the bathrooms are going to be three quarters the size they used to be. What? Yeah, even How is smaller. How possible? Yeah, they're saying you might have to actually back into it to use it. What is it? Are they going to give us the little uh, uh, beeping noise to go with it? <laughs> beep, beep. Somebody's backing up. What's going to happen with a guy like Fitz, who's six foot seven, who needs to use hold the it. restroom? Got to hold it. Not only it. that, but um, I'm have you ever so tried fly changing a diaper in there right. with a child? Try being Drew? try being six foot seven and trying to change a child uh, in that little thing. I can barely go in there and turn around and get back out. That's just human Tetris. And now you have to have another human in there with you and lay them down, yeah. change their. Di- it's no. Anyway, back to the guy who was using the restroom on somebody's seat. Maybe uh, it's too big for the bathroom. Yeah. He, he, what? Maybe it's Maybe too big for the, the bathroom. bathroom. Right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of the great state of Texas. When your time is up, your time is up. Um, I don't know what the odds are of being bitten by a falling rattlesnake while kayaking. But I would imagine it's got to be pretty astronomical, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it's a sign from God if there's falling rattlesnakes coming down to bite you from the sky. <laughs> but it was the unfortunate fate of a 20, uh, 28-year-old South Carolina kayaker when a rattlesnake fell out of a tree on the Indisto River and twice bit the man on the hand. Sounds like rattlesnakes are getting smarter. New ways to attack. <laughs> They're climbing trees! They've always climbed yeah. trees. You ever see a snake climb a tree? It's petrifying. No, they wrap I thought around. only like boas. Oh things. my god, no! They no, can they can climb not. those things in seconds. Oh, it's petrifying. Yeah. And you're right. Even the snakes are getting crazier now. Uh, they said when they reached him, he was in bad shape, greatly deteriorated during the ambulance ride. Rushed to the local hospital, and they had the anti venom ready in the ER to treat the man. Uh, but I don't know. You know. They tell you not to panic when you get bit by a, by a snake or something like that, but it, really, how can you not? But if you do panic, you increase your heart rate, and that makes the poison, the venom, go through your body oh, yeah. a lot well, faster. Easy for them to say. Yeah. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> oh, I got, if I got bit by a snake, that's cool. Whatever. Listen, I it's need casual. To... <laughs> yeah, let's just focus on our breathing. Great, I just got bit in the artery by a, pi- by a, by a king cobra. Hold on, let me take my yeah. meditation app on my iPhone. Well, go to your safe spot. <laughs> go to the safe spot. <laughs> the safe spot is the hospital. <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen, you got the... What, are you kidding me? <laughs> Stories of the day, breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. 
This is going to be epic. Let's do it. Now. Now back to the Fit Show. Fits happens. Live. Whew. One of those days. Studio's getting hot, man. Studio's getting hot already. I'm getting really sweaty. Yeah. And I didn't shower today, so. That's great. Thanks for that. Didn't need to know it. Yeah. Didn't need it. There's Drew and Tanner the Millennial, unshowered and uh, unshaven. (laughs) He's here. I'd like to say what's up to Bethany, the mouth from the south. Uh, Just thanks for hanging out with us and, you know, continuing to play radio with us and stuff, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Drew, by the way, you're supposed to be like an air conditioning expert. Is Is there a way to... Like, make a room as cold as you want it. Can you really iceberg yourself out? Because I love cold I rooms. A, well, yes. If Well, first off, if you had the room fully and completely insulated, so you have full control of the environment, then you can chill it down. But if you don't have that good of insulation, you're just going to have to, you know, dump thousands and thousands of BTUs of energy at it to get the temperature down. Can you say that here. in regular people terms, please? Uh, this room doesn't have good insulation, so you'd need like a commercial freezer to get it cold in here. You know what I used to do? When <laughs> but I was you're a saying, kid? but you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yes. When I was a kid, we used to take a box fan, put it in the window, then take like a two liter of soda, empty it out, throw water in it, throw that in the freezer, and then put it in front of the fan. You just made yourself a little water cooler. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's awesome. Wow. It's like a swamp. What's a swamp, swamp fan? A swamp cooler. All right. Swamp cooler works on evaporation. Mm-hmm. Wow. <sighs> Drew and I, the science guy. All right, over no, no. Here. So, so let's move. Uh, can we? Let's let's quit. Since we're talking about rooms, let's quit talking about air conditioning. Let's talk about. Do you, you guys ever go up. through Pinterest? <laughs> oh yeah, I go through Pinterest all the time. Uh, in, in Instagram as as well. If you're, do you see what they're doing to like rooms? The creative things that you could learn just by getting on someone's Pinterest or their Instagram. I mean, basically. From, I guess from what I'm gathering is if, if you could imagine it, you could get it. Yes. Right. And they I, show you how to do it on things like Pinterest and Instagram. I really want, like, you know, glow-in-the-dark stars on my ceiling. <laughs> okay, are you eight? <laughs> no, I really want, like, a... Do you also want a night lamp? <laughs> no, actually, I want, like, I, want, I want the ceiling in my room to look more like an observatory, to be honest with you, with little beautiful stars and lights. And so, like, if it's light outside, it's going to kind of be light, but is it... Starts turning into dusk. So does my ceiling. There right? are some really advanced star projectors you can get now that will actually do particular parts of the sky, and they change yeah, it. But- it actually moves, and it looks like the Milky Way and whatever. Oh, they aren't cheap, but they make nice ones. Are you serious? Yeah, I can get the Milky Way on my ceiling True. for real. Zip it. No, Uh-oh. why? Why, Bethany? Don't you have any good ideas for for like a dream room? What would be your ideal <laughs> dream room if you could have anything in this room? You know what I mean? What What would it be if you, if you could create a room? Just a room of silence. <laughs> Toward the end of the show, we, we start losing her. Okay, now what were you saying? No, I really think that, I, I mean, I just, every single time you talk about the stars on the ceiling, and it just sounds like, I What's don't know, George Lucas's room or something. Like, that's what his, I mean, you know, it just sounds like this crazy. Work for him, he's a billionaire. Why are you want yeah, to hate uh, on my on my uh, my room dream? Because it's my dream too. I mean, no, it's, it's my it's, room too. Yeah, but it's my but, but it's my room dream. Do you, I'm asking you for your room dream. If you can't provide one, then you, you're gonna have to take my my room dream. This argument sounds like siblings who share a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys gonna put tape down the middle? You have stars on your side. Her side will just be really quiet. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the Fit Show. Fits happens live. All right, welcome back. Now back to the Fit Show. Fits happens live. What's up? Welcome back 
to the show. Uh, if you're on Twitter, find me on Twitter. Just do a search, follow Fitz, two words, follow Fitz on Twitter. You're about to enter the Artist Protection Program. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, I, I need to explain to you what is about to happen. I need to let you know that right now, locked away in my living room is a huge celebrity, a, a huge, massive celebrity, an artist, if you will. But they're so famous that I have to protect them, okay? okay. And um, I'm not going to let them out of the Artist Protection Program unless you could recognize the altered and disguised voice I'm about to play for you. Okay, now, I do want to let you know right now that everything is fine with this person. They have a free Netflix password. They got uh, some cheese nips. And uh, uh, they got a quarter Mountain Dew. <laughs> what, what else does a person need? Yeah, I mean, you sure they're going to want to come out? <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd be in there forever. <laughs> All right. So, again, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, recognize this celebrity for the Artist Protection Program. And it points out to me, the most important thing I didn't have was you. And I, I never realized that. And I just went, Jeff, I can't argue with that because you're so right. Bethany! Bethany! <laughs> Oh, I forgot yes. to call my name. Ah, I knew exactly who it is. It's Ozzy Osbourne. Was it Ozzy? Let's see if it was Ozzy. And he pointed it to me. The most important thing I didn't have was you. And I, and I, I, I don't even know if there's a difference. Yeah, I was going to say, is this not <laughs> yeah. disguise? I was going to say, I, it, I can't yeah. argue with that because you are so right. Yes, if you guessed Ozzy Osbourne, Sharon, <laughs> uh, you won today's Artist Protection Program. <laughs> I did hear that uh, Ozzy Osbourne's son Jack just got a divorce, right? He's uh, yeah, 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 really? yeah. They're getting divorced. Just heard that. Oh wait, now is Ozzy still with Sharon? Yes. Oh, okay, uh, well, that's good. Sharon, are you kidding? She does everything for him. The Fit Show. It happens live. Oh yeah. All right, everybody, what have we learned today for Wednesday, May 23rd, 2018? And uh, if you picked up something from today's show, let us know. Let us know what you got. I learned from today's show that uh, my buddy Drew over here doesn't believe in karma at all. Yep, it's not he- a magic force. Oh. So when you get sick, don't come complaining to us. That's right. That's, com- a, that's like a bacterial or viral thing. It's not karma. It's not magic. It's just you got sick. Of course it is. Karma's got everything to do with it, directing yeah. that flow of negative uh, sickness to you. Ooh, you Hot got wash. some food poisoning coming your way. Last time Drew said he doesn't believe in karma and all that stuff, he got GERD. You know what I mean? Right and there. And it hasn't stopped since. And it hasn't stopped. Yeah. All right. Hey, Drew. <laughs> Mr. Karma. What have we learned today? Way back at the beginning of the show, I learned that Bethany, uh, the mouth from the south, has been having dreams about cutting off all of her hair. So I'm yeah. kind of expecting any day now to walk in here and see her with a new short crop. Well, yeah. if anybody knows what that means, if you could dissect or analyze that dream of, about what, what does it mean if you're you know have dreams about cutting off your hair, let us know. I'd love to know what that means. No shaving, no shaving hair. Just oh, chopping it cutting. off. Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? I learned that Maddie Poppy, I learned that she won American Excuse- Idol. Gesundheit, what? Maddie Poppy? Maddie Poppy! <laughs> Maddie Poppy! Oh, let me tell you about this show. It's Maddie Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> it's mighty popular. <laughs> All right, so congratulations to her, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, what have we learned today? I learned in the What Are You Kidding Me stories that rattlesnakes apparently fall from the sky. 
Oh, oh my gosh. That's Watch like, out. That's real end of days type stuff. Do you remember what happened again? He was going down the river. He was and kayaking. A, yeah. And a rattlesnake jumped out of a tree and bit him a bunch of times. Twice. Oh. I'm tired hand. of all these rattlesnakes in this river. <laughs> Get these snakes off my m- river. <laughs> but uh, so it's funny. You, you say that was kind of end of times like Drew, but you don't believe in karma. Well, that's two different things. Oh. So, all right then. Very. Oh, I'm going to be thinking about this all day long. Yeah. I live with him. He's going to bring the infection home. <laughs> Have a great day, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, say what's up to us on social media. All right. Check out our website, too, followfits.com. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tan the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.